Welcome to the first episode of Rambling with Sam. I'm your host, Sam, and today we'll be rambling about the similarities between Poe from Kung Fu Panda and the heroes from ancient Greek mythology. At first, the answer may not be clear. After all, Poe is initially depicted as clumsy, unathletic, and immature. Greek heroes such as Hercules and Perseus are the pinnacle of strength and stoicism. To the unobservant eye, they couldn't be more different. However, the journey Poe goes through mirrors the journeys of the Greek heroes, based on the elements of Joseph Campbell's monomyth. Joseph Campbell was an American professor of literature who wrote a book titled The Hero with a Thousand Faces. This book was about the patterns he discovered across stories from around the world. His theory was dubbed the monomyth. According to Campbell's theory, every hero story is based off of a single great story. This great story is called the hero's journey, and it is made up of several elements. These elements are split between two worlds, the ordinary world and the special world. The ordinary world is the hero's home turf. The ordinary world is where the audience gets to know the typical life, problems, and characteristics of the hero. The hero enters a special world after their ordinary world life is interrupted. The special world is an unfamiliar world for the hero where much of their journey takes place. The hero's journey starts in the ordinary world, where they receive their call to adventure. The call to adventure is the first element of the hero's journey and is exactly what it sounds like. It's the circumstance that starts the journey. It could be a multitude of things, including a prophecy or an event that throws off the hero's life in the ordinary world. The next element of the hero's journey is the refusal of the call. The hero will make excuses as to why they cannot accept the call to adventure, usually because of their own fears or because of the inconvenience of leaving the ordinary world. Their refusal will be guided by the risks of going on the journey. However, in the next element of the journey, they will meet a mentor. This mentor will help guide them towards embarking on the journey, whether it be through advice, training, or special gifts. The mentor could be a literal person, but it could also be the hero's sense of justice, or a guiding object that could help them on their journey, such as a map. After meeting the mentor allows the hero to gain confidence, the next element in the hero's journey is the crossing of the threshold. This element is the point of no return. The hero commits the journey and crosses from the ordinary world into the special world. After crossing the threshold into the special world, the hero must endure tests, meet allies, and face enemies. During this element of the journey, the hero learns about the special world. The allies they meet will help them on their journey. The tests they go through will prepare them for the ordeal they must eventually overcome. The enemies they face will challenge them on the way to their goal. The next element of the hero's journey is the approach to the inmost cave. In this element, the hero prepares for the ordeal, which is the heart of their journey. The hero may do this by making a plan of attack or simply taking a break before facing the most difficult part of their journey so far. The central element of the hero's journey is the ordeal. The ordeal forces the hero into a life or death situation in which they must make difficult decisions or face their innermost fear. This is the climax of the journey, where the hero's actions decide whether the journey succeeds or fails. During this element, the hero comes face to face with death, whether that be their own death, the death of a mentor, or a metaphorical death. After tasting death, the hero comes out of their ordeal stronger than they once were. They gain greater powers or insight that will aid them on the rest of their journey. This brings the hero to the next element of their journey, their reward. The reward
word may be materialistic, like an elixir or sum of money, but it could also be the betterment of oneself. This is the time where the hero may celebrate, feeling they've earned it by beating death. The next element of the hero's journey is the road back to the ordinary world. The road back is incited by an event that will cause the hero to return back over the threshold between the two worlds. The event could be a number of things, including an outside force chasing the hero back into the ordinary world or an enemy stealing the elixir that the hero earned as their reward. The event could also be an internal decision made by the hero. The next element of the hero's journey is the resurrection. The resurrection is the hero's closest dealing with death. This meeting with death will prove that the hero can apply what they learn in the special world to their life in the ordinary world. The resurrection could be the final ordeal against an enemy, where not only the hero's life is at stake, but the lives of the people in the ordinary world are also in danger. While their allies may assist them, the hero will face the final challenge alone. The hero must prove that they are truly heroic. After they are resurrected, the hero returns with an elixir. This is the hero's final reward. They have earned the right to be accepted back into the ordinary world and can share the elixir they received on their journey. According to Joseph Campbell, this pattern can be observed in ancient myths from around the world. This pattern can also be seen in modern stories, the most classic example being Star Wars. The modern story we will be rambling about today is DreamWorks' Kung Fu Panda. The hero in Kung Fu Panda is the protagonist, Poe. Poe is uncoordinated, always hungry, and entirely normal. He lives with his father and works in his family business, the noodle shop. In the opening scene of the film, he dreams about joining an elite group of martial arts masters, the Furious Five. He even has their action figures in his room. However, he is awoken by his reality. He believes that he can never be a kung fu master because of his responsibilities to his father, not to mention his physical abilities. At first, Poe does not seem at all like the classic hero seen in mythology. I asked my dad what he thought Poe had in common with heroes from ancient Greek mythology. Unfortunately, he was not aware of the heroes of ancient Greek mythology. So instead, I asked him what he thought Poe had in common with Luke Skywalker, because my father loves Star Wars. He said, uh, Commonalities would be... Didn't know their true potential. And my dad is entirely correct. Both Luke Skywalker and Poe didn't realize their true potential before embarking on their journeys. However, focusing back on the ancient myths Joseph Campbell probably looked at, and thinking back to what I learned in my mythology class, on the surface, Poe and heroes like Hercules don't really have much in common. Hercules was born and bred to be a hero, and Poe grew up admiring the people who were born and bred to be heroes. Poe is a little bit of a coward, and Hercules was always willing to take a challenge. So, what really connects the two? Well, both of their journeys contain the elements of Joseph Campbell's monomyth. Today, we're going to be focusing on Poe's journey. The ordinary world that Poe lives in is a small town in ancient China. He serves noodles with his father in the restaurant they own, 
While he dreams about becoming a part of the Furious Five, a group of kung fu masters that protect a town in which he lives, he is stuck in his everyday life. Post's journey begins when the mentor of the Furious Five, Master Shifu, decides that the legended dragon warrior, strongest of all warriors, must be chosen from his five students, Tigress, Monkey, Crane, Viper, and Mantis. Master Shifu decides this warrior must be chosen after Grandmaster Ugwe, Shifu's mentor, has a vision that Tai Lung, Shifu's dangerous former student, will escape the prison in which he is being held. Shifu sends a messenger to double down on security at the prison and announces that there will be a tournament at the Jade Palace to determine which of the Furious Five will be chosen to receive the Dragon Scroll, which holds the secret to the Dragon Warrior's great power. Poe wants to attend the tournament between the Furious Five. This tournament is where he will receive his call to adventure. His father insists he bring the noodle cart to sell noodles at the tournament, and because of his cumbersome cart and the immense amount of steps at the Jade Palace, Poe is late and cannot enter the palace to see the tournament. He must get creative in order to see the tournament over the high walls of the palace. He shoots himself over the walls using fireworks that he found outside the palace, just as Master Ugwe is choosing the Dragon Warrior. He falls right in front of Master Ugwe as he is pointing at the warrior who is to be the Dragon Warrior. Ugwe is pointing at Poe, who hasn't seriously studied Kung Fu for a day in his life. This is his call to adventure. He immediately thinks Ugwe's decision is a mistake. This is his refusal of the call. When Master Shifu takes him to the training area, he insists he can't do the same things as the Furious Five and tells Shifu that he is on level zero when it comes to Kung Fu. Poe feels that he doesn't belong at the Jade Palace, as he tells Crane when he accidentally stumbles into his room. When he has been at the palace for only a few days, Tai Long escapes from prison and Poe learns that he is the only one who can stop him because Master Ugwe, who stopped Tai Long before, has died. He tries to run away from the palace, which is his most definitive refusal of the call. However, he meets his mentor and Master Shifu. Shifu convinces him to stay. He tells him that he will train him relentlessly to get him into shape to become the Dragon Warrior, even though he is unsure of any sort of training plan. Shifu's pep talk convinces Poe to stay and complete his journey for becoming the Dragon Warrior. Poe then crosses the threshold and enters a special world. The special world in this instance is the world of being the Dragon Warrior. He starts his training with Shifu, who has figured that Poe will respond to his training if he is rewarded with food. The next elements in Poe's journey are the trials, allies, and enemies. One of the trials Poe must go through is his training. Poe is athletically inferior to those in the Jade Palace, and he has no experience in Kung Fu. Master Shifu is very strict with him because he is aware of Tai Lung's incredible ability. His training, though, is seemingly successful. Poe's enemy, clearly, is Tai Lung. All of his training is in preparation to face him. It is Tai Lung's release that helps Poe gain allies. His allies include the Furious Five and Master Shifu, no matter how reluctant they may be to support him. Tigress has the most trouble accepting Poe because her ambition was to be the Dragon Warrior. During this element, Poe learns the ways of Kung Fu, but also the dangers of having to use it. The Furious Five went to face Tai Lung while Poe was training, and they returned literally paralyzed by his powers. Crane had to carry the lifeless warriors back to the palace. The next element of Poe's journey is the approach to the inmost cave. Master Shifu decides to allow Poe to read the dragon scroll in order to prepare for his meeting with Tai Long. However, the scroll is blank. 
Here, Poe goes through his ordeal. He comes face to face with his fear that he will never be skilled or wise enough to be anything other than the owner of a noodle restaurant like his father. In a panic, Shifu decides to evacuate the village, so Poe must embark on the road back to the ordinary world. He returns to see his father and help him move things so they can start anew somewhere else, safe from Tai Lung. However, it is during his road back to the ordinary world that Poe realizes that the scroll is blank on purpose. There is no secret knowledge that he needs to become the Dragon Warrior. He already is the Dragon Warrior. He just needs to realize his potential. This knowledge is his reward. Poe's resurrection occurs when he finally faces Tai Lung. Poe's ordinary world is at stake. He must fight Tai Lung in order to save the village people from his evil. Poe is near death when Tai Lung gets a hold of the Dragon Scroll. However, he bounces back after Tai Lung becomes enraged that the Dragon Scroll is blank. He fights Tai Lung off, and when the people return to the village, he is recognized as the Dragon Warrior. He has proved his heroism by defeating Tai Lung. After his win, Poe has his elixir. The elixir Poe receives is respect. By defeating Tai Lung, he receives the respect of Master Shifu, the Furious Five, and all of the village people. Most importantly, he receives the respect of his father. Before, his father dismissed his kung fu dreams as ridiculous, but now he sees Poe as a hero. So what's the point of all this? Why is Campbell's monomyth and its application to Kung Fu Panda important to us, the audience? Well, Poe is somewhat of an unlikely hero. He is more relatable to the audience than the stereotypical strong, emotionless man who isn't afraid of anything and probably eats protein powder for every meal. The application of the monomyth to Poe's journey shows us that we have more in common with heroes than we may think. In fact, it shows us that with only a belief in ourselves, as Poe eventually had in himself, we can all be the heroes of our own stories. Thank you for listening to me ramble. See you next time.